Hey guys, my name is Emma Mack, and you are listening to the Getting to Know God podcast. Most of you guys don't know me. I am 25 years old, and I live in Texas. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a speaker. This is just from my personal study and what I've learned. I just want to strengthen my relationship with God and lead others to do the same. So that's where I'm at, and hopefully you'll take this ride with me. So today is Mother's Day. Well, technically yesterday was Mother's Day when this is going up, but I have a special treat for everyone, and I wanted to introduce to you my mother. Hi, I'm Lori. I am Emma's mom and Amelia's mom, who's 20, and I love being a mom, and I love watermelon and being outside. Okay, mom, so today I'm going to ask you some questions, and then we can talk about your favorite mother of the Bible afterwards. Also, this episode is going to be a little bit longer, so sorry for that. I am not going to edit really anything that my mom says, so how she says it and the way she says it, and like the spaces and the ums and the likes, I'm going to keep those in there because I know in the future that I would like to look back and be able to hear exactly what my mom sounded like during this time. So I'm sorry if you don't want to listen to that. You don't have to listen. This is for me today. Sorry. So my first question is, what is your favorite thing about being a mom? Um, My favorite thing about being a mom is um, just watching you girls grow up and doing really great things. Sometimes you don't do what I say, think you should do or say you should do, but you are bold and loving of others. You both are hard workers, and that just really makes me happy. Okay, so going on that one, what is the craziest thing that my sister and I have done? Amelia has always walked to the beat of her own drum. And when she was pretty young, six, seven, eight, Emma will probably correct me on that, but she would do some pretty destructive things. Like she would take the scissor and she would cut, like make (laughs) just put little tiny cuts in sheets and things like that. And on our bathroom cabinet, she thought it would be really funny to carve a name on there, but she didn't put her own name because that would be incriminating. And so she carved Emma into it thinking that Emma would get in trouble. Of course, we were all on on it. And I think she carved on the bedroom door as well. But she was very quiet. I didn't even know she had a great sense of humor until you left the house. Oh, thank you. Um, she, um, she just was quiet. Emma talked too much. And she is, um, but I think that's really funny that she was, she was pretty destructive. during that period of time if something was cut up or broken we automatically or missing we automatically blamed her okay so make sure you check out my instagram because i will be posting a picture of that spot that she scratched my name into because we still have it we haven't painted over the cabinet although i think we're about to next question what did your family do for mother's day while you were growing up First of all, I want to say that I am repainting the cabinet in the bathroom, but I think I'm going to leave a little window over that that scrapey spot just to, because it's funny. Um, 
when I was growing up, we um, didn't really do a whole lot of over-the-top stuff. I normally would buy a present for my mom um, with my dad's financial help. And I most presents that my mom got, I picked out because my dad sucked. And sometimes I would give her a picture. One year I gave her, we gave her a picture of a vacuum cleaner because she needed a new vacuum cleaner. And you know what? I don't think she ever got that vacuum cleaner. I was good at coming up with great ideas, but not so good with follow-up when I was a kid. Well, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree on that one because I'm sure I'm just as guilty. You are much better than I was. You have never given me a picture of a cleaning utensil or appliance. Okay, what is the most memorable gift you've ever gotten or you've ever given? When I was 16, I was probably younger than that. Uh, my parents gave me a hairdryer for my birthday, probably. And I can remember being so excited about that, that I actually could do something with my hair. I had short hair back then, short hair now. I went through a long phase. Um, but one year I can remember my dad asking me, you know, which gift was your favorite? And I don't even remember what the gift was. And I said that gift and because it was the most expensive. And he kind of looked at me and said, um, I don't remember what he said, but I can remember hitting me that how much a gift cost isn't what's most important that I've received some, a treasure of the homemade cards that I've gotten given and I buy, do homemade cards because the, how much greeting cards cost just kills me. Um, and that's like the gift in itself, but sometimes cause you can spend a lot of money and that's not what it's mostly about. I love those handmade cards that I've gotten. And I've saved them all. So we have a rule in our house that we aren't allowed to spend money on a card unless it's like dollar fifty or less or whatever. Because you know they have those value cards or whatever. We make cards every year for all occasions. Let's see. What is the best parenting advice you have ever been given? I have received a lot of help, advice from a lot of people. And I've definitely, I used to have like kind of a list, ongoing list in my head of things that I would tell other people that I had learned. Um, one of which is, this is kind of a, a weird piece of advice, but to be verbally consistent with your young children, to say the same words over and over, I'm trying to think of an example, like, um, you know, take a bite of everything, but using the same words, I think that our brains are sort of wired to, um, that we need to hear stuff over and over again, applies to us as adults too. Um, However, the most um, important piece of advice that I was given was the days are long, but the years are short, that you need to concentrate on enjoying every moment because you'll look back and years have gone by. And even though you're about ready to die one day, you'll blink your eyes and your kids will be 
growing up. The best thing um, about being a mom is watching your kids grow up. But the worst thing about being a mom is watching your kids grow up and leave. Okay, let's go for a little bit more of a lighthearted one. So what is something that you wish you could have while raising kids that wasn't invented back in the day? Um, there are a lot of new products that are out to help you make, help make things easier. However, I can't really think of one specific thing that would have, that, you know, I would dying to have. Um, but I do wish that they would figure out a way so that cloth diapers were easier. With you, I use cloth diapers and they were super inconvenient when we went out. And maybe I was just a lazy mom, but I could not, I could not survive cloth diapers. And I wish that I had been able to. They even had just come out with those little cover things that go over them. So you don't have to have diaper pins and stuff. But it's still super hard because then you carry this heavy liquid laden bad stuff that you had to carry with you on the road not not for me I was lazy okay so if you could go back to yourself before you had kids would you do anything differently while raising your kids I had children later in life, which is more common now than it is was before. I was 28 when I got married, 32 when I had you, and 36 when I had Amelia, and that's advanced maternal age in uh, medical terms. But I did the best that I could. And so I can't really say I would do something different. Um, I would have made you do more chores because I think I failed in that department. It was easier just to do stuff myself. And I'm not sure that you girls are going to be good housekeepers when you have your own place, but I'm not a good housekeeper. So maybe that's part of it. Um, but I think I would talk to you more talk to you more about God and we prayed together every night but then why do we stop I would consider that to be something that I could do differently to um, just talk to you more about stuff important stuff like God and relationships things like that does that answer that question yes very much so thank you for exposing us all Okay, so kind of going off of that one, if you could write a letter to your previous self or just like a little post-it note or something, what would you tell yourself pre-motherhood to help prepare you to be a mom? I think I would tell my future self to not worry so much, to not, um, just not worry about every little thing that happens. Um, precious moments happen and if you get too busy you miss those moments so don't worry and don't commit to everything there is 
I can remember wanting you to experience everything. I wanted you to play soccer. I wanted you to play baseball. I wanted you to be involved in UIL and writing and music and just experience everything. And I felt like if I didn't give you, um, if I didn't create those opportunities for you that you might grow up to be a dumb adult, but, um, I, that's not, it's not my job. That's God's job is to bring opportunities into your life. Um, both you and Amelia are very musical. And if I could orchestrate your life, you both would be, um, Amelia would be a movie music composer and you would be a um, director or something like that with movies too, because the movies are the best thing ever. So going off of that one and precious moments, what is one precious moment that you would like to relive with myself? Or I guess you can include Amelia too, because she's a child. She's your child. I don't know why I said a child. <laughs> a moment I would like to relive. I, when we moved from Alaska to Texas, we had the RV and we, this is a little background for people listening. Um, the, we moved, we bought this RV so that we could take a month and move with as much stuff as possible. We sent a little bit of stuff over. It's very expensive to move your stuff out. Um, but we had a month where we drove from Anchorage, Alaska, through Canada, down through Seattle, along the coast there, we went to Montana. That was such a great, that was a great trip. Uh, Dad sometimes gets uptight about stuff, and he was pretty relaxed. It was a uh, relaxing, fun trip. We saw a lot of things. Mount Rushmore is just, that's the greatest place. That's where I rode horses, right? Yes, in Mount Rushmore. You really wanted to do that. And I'm glad you got that opportunity. I would like to go back again to Mount Rushmore. And that was all before passports. Yeah, we didn't have to have passports. We just drove right through Canada. Canada is beautiful and you would drive and not see anything except trees and animals whereas here you kind of drive and you there are houses and stuff all along stores and then everything and you wouldn't just see wilderness for miles and miles and miles you had to be careful you didn't run out of gas but that's um, that's a memory I would like to relive I also have a dream that we would all live in Alaska again. I really loved it there. The people were great. People's people were a lot of people were away from their extended families, so you developed a different relationship with other families. And I really like that. The culture in Alaska is good, relaxed, and I would like to move back. Although I can't leave my parents here. That would be sad. I would be all for moving back to Alaska. Like, sign me up. All right, here's the one we've been waiting for. What is your favorite Bible verse and why? My favorite Bible verse, of course, we have to say John 3.16 um, because that's kind of the foundation of my faith. However, after that comes um, Micah 
He has shown you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you to act justly and love mercy and walk humbly with your God. That's my... um, It's important to um, pursue justice and work towards um, preventing things that breaks God's heart, to um, be merciful to others who hurt you. It's so much better when you forgive and let go and don't hold grudges. Life is so much better. And um, just to be, to stay daily with God. If you're connected with God and you know him, you um, are more likely to have a happy life. Not that God's going to give you everything that you want, but he is going to give you what you need, even when you don't want what he gives you, because he does that sometimes. Okay, so the last question. So who is your favorite mother in the Bible and why? My favorite mother in the Bible, and maybe it's more of a mother-daughter story, is Ruth and Naomi. Ruth was actually Naomi's daughter-in-law. And Ruth's husband, Naomi's son, had, um, had died. And Ruth really wanted to stay with her. She felt God's call for her to stay with Naomi. Naomi allowed her to and took her in as her daughter. And I think that's a really good example that all families don't look alike. And we need to be mothering two people who may not be your biological child. I have several friends who don't have children and they would say, oh, I don't have children. I didn't have children, so maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But And I think Mother's Day is hard for some people who have lost their children or don't have children. But I think all women, my friend Jason posted this on Facebook yesterday, that all women have a mother's heart to take care of and shepherd those younger, the younger generation. I think that's important. So what do you think we could learn from Ruth and Naomi, specifically from their Bible story? Well, like I said, to take people into your family that aren't your biological people. Just because you birthed a kid doesn't mean they're always going to be with you. And you shouldn't take responsibility when kids don't follow the way that you have taught them. And loving people, no matter who they are, like a mother would love their child. The other thing that Naomi did for Ruth was she gave her advice on how to catch a man, that this is what you should go, this is what you should do. Go lay down on the threshing floor of Boaz, knowing the kind of man that he was, and sort of gave her a little push to help her. I think that's in good. Girls, you should listen to your mom. So growing up, who was your role model, whether it was just as a person or as a parent? I was very lucky to have a great mom growing up. She made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for me every day during school because I hated school lunch. 
And, but you know, the thing was, is that she hated peanut butter, but she would endure that so that I could have what I liked, peanut butter and jelly. It's a great thing. But also, um, her mom was very strong, strong woman. And I have also had other strong women in my life. And I think friends, it's great to have a great spouse and all that, but it's not the same as having good girlfriends that you can kibitz with and share things with and um, just the support that you're not the only one who feels the way that you do, that you want to kick your husband to the curb or um, leave the dirty dishes in the sink for three weeks when no one else knows how to wash dishes in your family. Can you tell that's a current issue? Thank you, Mom. Okay, Mom, is there anything else you want to add or anything else you want to say or a story you want to tell? Um, There is a story. I remember it slightly different than Emma does. We one time um, Emma threw a grape at Amelia and Amelia's supposed to catch it in her mouth. However, she wasn't paying attention and Emma ended hitting her in the eyeball (laughs) with the grape. And we talk about that story all the time. I really love that you girls are friends and aren't mad at each other all the time that would be a really hard thing as a mom to have your kids not get along um, but God knows God sees God loves us all so shout out to Amelia I am sorry I hit you in the eye with a grape but it makes a really good story also just to tell my side of the story or my version of the story um, I was actually mad at Amelia because we were playing cards and she was winning And so I threw a grape at her and I was just thinking, oh, it'll just hit her chest and fall in her lap. And then it hit her in the eye. I consider that a win for me. And I didn't get in trouble either because it was so funny. I don't know whether this is important or something, but I would just like to say how lucky I am as a mom to have had both of my girls serve with me in children's ministry for most of their lives. They grew up in children's ministry where I was involved. I tried to get them to not be in my Sunday school class, but we would do children's church together. And Amelia would get so mad at me because I would choose other people when I asked questions and stuff. And I told them that they, I could not ever give the impression that I was playing favorites and choosing them more than other people. So I would err on the other side, but they both grew up leading music with me, um, teaching other kids about God, acting out skits, playing some super crazy games. We never played chubby bunny though. That's a dangerous game, but I am a very blessed as a mom to have two great kids who um, who continue to f- um, show me love and are just a joy. I love you guys so much. Very much. I love you too, Mimi. I have listened to every one of your podcasts. And I just want to say, Emma is a little bit crazy. She's loud and boisterous. And that doesn't really come across in your podcast. 
you say weird things like that's rude or that's a mood. Those those words rhyme, which is really funny. But those are the two things that <laughs> stick up. And you say a lot of crazy, crazy. You have a lot of crazy sayings like Amelia all her life. She started out saying that's not nice. And the moment that we kind of pointed it out because it was kind of a good thing to just say. Um, she stopped saying them, but we all took it up and said, that's not nice. And I love that. I miss that. I wish she would say it more. Now we say that's rude. So that was my mom. Thank you so much for coming. It was great to have you. You're welcome. That is it for this week. You can follow us on Instagram at getting to know God podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. The more ratings and reviews that we get, the more people that can find this podcast and the more people that can hear the message that I'm sharing. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on Friday. And happy Mother's Day to all the strong women out there. <laughs>